It's like Al Sigal or something. I don't know. Then, by the way, Final Fantasy fourteen has the worst names ever. Like when it comes to trying to pronounce them, um, I've I don't think I've I've very rarely been pronouncing them correctly. And then uh, then they're said in the in like the cutscenes, and it's like, how the hell did somebody say that? Because <laughs> <From laughs> they borrow the pronunciations from different language. Like they they're inspired by you know other languages. Yeah. Um, so you kind of just have to assume, like. Yeah, they're gonna tell you somehow. A lot of them are French, or um, mostly. I think French, and there's probably some German. What's names. funny about that is like it doesn't bother me because I felt like that's an issue I had my entire life, not knowing how to pronounce something. So if, yeah, when, even so when I, I even when <laughs> I don't know it, I'm just like, it sounds like this. It's probably like Ishtala or like something like that and yeah. then and I like, that's close enough and if I get it wrong I get it wrong later I'll like once I hear I'll know but until then <laughs> well I I was like I, I was like you know I dealt that my entire life so I just figured I'll say it how I say it until I hear it correctly but if I don't I don't care it's whatever <laughs> yeah like uh, the you know the the um, the one dude's grandfather that I think died in the the uh cat or what not cat closing but the whatever um the his it's it, his name like starts with louis or louis or whatever yeah but yeah how you pronounce it, it's louis swa and yeah. like it doesn't it does not look that way but it, i mean i think it's french the yeah it definitely the, sounds french <clears throat> or something like that so <clears throat> so it's like what the but um and then i uh yeah i i just I actually when I see those word like those names, I just like kinda skim over it. I don't even like <laughs> like in my mind like I take note, like okay, if I hear something that sounds like that, then that's what they're referencing, uh, in the cutscenes. Or when it comes to actually um reading it again, I you know, I, I've seen the word, I just haven't pronounced it in my head. So I just like like really quick like, just skim over it and continue with reading. <laughs> Because I, it's like I, at this point, actually, I'm I'm at the point where I'm, for side quests, I'm not re I'm not really reading the side quests, yeah, especially if the side quests, like in the beginning in a new area, I read them, but um, towards the end, I'm just like, yeah, this is not really significant, so I just like smash, like go really quick, smash the skip button as quick as possible. Yeah, I uh, learned. For all of them. I learned that the only quest that you should probably read, obviously, the main story quest, mm. and the blue quest. Because uh, some of the some of the side quests like they're they're worth reading, um, and I'll read them if it's interesting. But if it's for like um, something I don't know if it's like uh, pretty much a bunch of fetch quests, I'm just kind of in about. Um, but sometimes there's like re uh, like characters from uh, previous you know like quests or over back in like the base game, a Realm, a Realm Reborn. Um, that make a reappearance. It's like, hey, I remember that person. Like, I haven't, you know, it's like, that's really random that they come back. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's usually such a minor character, like one of the goblin guys or something. <laughs> like, um, otherwise, it's, yeah, I just, I, I feel myself, I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, I'm, I want to continue, but I feel like I'm getting, like, uh, fatigued. Um, in which it comes with any game really that I play, uh, especially really long ones. And so, yeah, when I get that point to that point, like I still want to continue. There's still a drive to continue, but um, uh, I have to start 
managing on how much time I spend on certain other things to be able to keep up, keep my interest up. So, yeah, um, I think what I cut out was um, definitely any of the repeatable quests. Um, and then any of the um, side quests now, I'm just like, I'll do it for the experience. But, like, um, I think very shortly, now that, like, my level is, like, already surpassed um, what I'm supposed to be at uh, for those areas, I'm just, I might just skip side quests <laughs> eventually. But right now, I think I'll do all the side quests for this expansion. Unless it changes for the next one, um, which would be cool, like, if it, if it improves. But from what I heard... Um, a lot of the expansions, what people, I guess, like about it is uh, they're, you know, if you like the first experiences of the game, not necessarily the base game, but, like, the first expansion, you get more of the same, um, you know, that consistency. So in varying degrees, we'll see how how good and bad that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't had an issue, to be honest. I mean, I'm actually... I mean, I'm I'm I like Final Fantasy, so to me, like all this stuff that there is to do interests me. I was like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Plus, the story, I really like the story. So, like the main story, I really enjoy it. And I, like to me, like since I do all the all this stuff, and I like seeing the the bosses and then the raids and stuff like that's what gives my interest. Like the the main like it's the regular leveling, questing. Um, it's I mean. To me, I guess it's because I played MMOs, right? And they're all like this. I feel like every single MMO is like this. So I just kind of like, well, it is what it is, right? And and I just deal with it. Like, I don't really care anymore. I'm like, ah, it's whatever. I just know that MMOs are like very grindy-like. And then they go back and forth. And sometimes they have cool quests. Sometimes they're repeatable quests. Sometimes collect this, collect that. As long as they're not like Silk Road, where you're like, here, kill 100 of this. Oh, good yeah. job. 300 now. Oh, good job. Although, 500 was, now. Oh, there was you thought 500 was that... enough? 1,500 now. I'm like, okay, no, I'm good. Yeah, that's what there, I There was a few, uh, I think there was a quest recently I played, like, um, I forget what it was. I don't know, like, this is how, like, everything's blurring in now for me, but um, there was one quest where I had to, it, Oh, it was it was in the the cloudlands, I think, and um, uh, they said they said you need to go kill three of these guys. So I'm like, okay, that's easy. So I run over, kill three of the guys, come back, which they were right next to them, so it's like perfect. And then they say, oh, you need to kill three more. And so I go kill three more, and I think it 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 reoccurs maybe like I think four times, and I was like, okay, when is this gonna stop? I mean, it was more of just it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't annoying. It was just interesting, um, and I almost felt like it was poking fun at uh, Silk Road <laughs> or any of the other MMOs that do that. But um, it's funny because this yeah. game, some some of the quests feels like that's what they do. They do. They like they just like to make fun of like the game itself too. I was like, this is kind of funny. But yeah. That's about yeah, it. but I, I luckily the the kill quantities that are required or the items and stuff are very limited. It's like it doesn't. Um, for, I heard somebody say once it actually um, it. Uh, it it uh, respects your time, uh, you know, for the most part. Like when it comes comparative to other MMOs, like when you oh, want to yeah. sit down and and play for the night, like for an hour or two hours or something, it um you can get some solid gameplay and make some decent progress. Opposed to some games, it's like okay, it takes like an hour to do all the dailies. No, and, yeah, like here, and you don't make any progress. I, I'm pretty much done with my dailies within fifteen twenty minutes. Um. Mm -hmm. and that's it i'm like yeah that's reasonable so that's why i said like i just 
I say screw it and I just do them because I'm like, hey, um, I just spend it for 15, 20 minutes, maximum 30 minutes if I'm doing like two, two at the same, two at once, you know, two different like questings. And it also depends on the amount that is available because some of these just have like, um, like on Heaven Sword, it's only three of them are available. Only three, um, yeah, only three, three dailies are available to you like on the Vanu Vanu and then only three dailies are also on the Vath so like but you get more points so you get like instead of like your average uh, on the other quest on the regular before the expansion is the base game the dailies on there they give you up to nine dailies but they obviously they give some of them are 20 points some of them are um, 30 35 points some of them are more so so basically they try to to do it like that um, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna avoid those at all costs. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I think ever since um, doing the dailies in WoW, um, I just never dailies. I've always avoided dailies. Whenever I saw it, where it's like, oh, by the way, you can do this quest again for whatever. I'm like, it's such a turnoff. I'm like, okay, uh, well, I'm gonna never come back to this area. Um, and uh, like. I would honestly rather do dailies in WoW than I would probably in this game, just because of, um, I don't know, I still have yet to feel that, um, I guess get any, like, see anything that really is, like, I totally want that, you know, there's, uh, except for, I guess there's a few, well, even, even besides that, I mean, there's some items that, um, they almost make the items that people kind of want readily available, except for mounts, but there are some things, like, I don't know, like, if I wanted to, um, buy, um, like, uh, equipment or, or, like, furniture or something. I noticed those are available, and I could buy those pretty quickly. Um, and that's probably all I would do is, you know, like, for the furnishing. I mean, but all, you know, to his, his own kind of thing. Each, or to each his own. But, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is with the mounts, though. I just not, in, I'm not as impressed with the mounts as much as, or I don't have the same feeling. I don't feel like, like getting a mount is like a huge deal um, for some reason. Like I would like with WoW, and I think WoW just completely like ruined. Like it set a bar, at, even though most people don't um, agree with it, right? But like, I mean, growing up with it and stuff, it's what I have to compare. And um, I'd still, I just, I think I just something about it. Um, you know what's it's funny? It's probably all those experiences that I had when I was collecting mounts and stuff in WoW, even though a lot of WoW mounts are like reskins and stuff. Um, What's funny about that is like for for me, like the WoW mounts, those, like I just never cared for them, like straight out. I was like, yeah, because I was like, preference. I was like to get those mounts, I have to spend this much time on. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like to me that I was like, no, I'm like to me, the, the, the way to get mounts in WoW, some of them were like super grindy and I'm like, there's some super grind in this game too. And I, I tell you right now, I'm probably never going to touch those mounts. Because I hate, like, even though the, the dailies that I'm doing, they're a little bit grindy. I It doesn't, like, to me, like, they're just so quick. Because it's just one part of, like, I start the game, I do my dailies real quick, and then I go do everything else. And then, and that's it. Like, I forget about it. And then eventually, after, after like, a couple days, I'll have my, my mounts. And that's it. Yeah, and... I, and I think it's it's down to maybe the visuals. I mean, it's weird. It's a really weird spot I feel like I'm in because um, 
you know, Final Fantasy fourteen compared to World of Warcraft, like, the visuals, I mean, they're two different art styles. Obviously, the games have, were, you know, in different, almost like, I mean, they're, they're shooting for different things as far as looks. Um, and they're using different engines, like, you know, one's heavily modded while the other one's um, more, well, not more modern because it's still an old, older game. They're both old games, but, um, you know, it's definitely... I feel like the WoW has the WoW visuals are, have always had an appeal to me. Like I, I prefer those over Final Fantasy fourteen, and I'm sure you, you. I'm, I'm um, the opposite. Of that. Agree, the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So uh, something like I just, um, I don't feel like it could ever. Like I don't think I'll be playing Final Fantasy fourteen like forever kind of thing. I feel like I'll get to the end content if I even make it past you know the next expansion or whatever, depending on how it is, because uh, I really feel like my interest is starting to wane, but. Um, uh, once I get there, um, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping the, the things that I'm, like, griping about are improved and stuff, and there's some really cool thing that catches me, but, um, I don't know, just the, and once again, these, the environmental design could change, um, on the next expansions and stuff and everything, but I just always liked, um, how, how WoW was with the world, and, and, uh, environments were always interesting, because they they had that kind of, cartoonish like a darker cartoonish look um and so things really popped better although there were some really amazing visuals in final fantasy 14 but they just something about it um and i think just in general final fantasy the final fantasy style that's you know um it's a very like high fantasy take on uh it's a very high fantasy art style um but and i guess I'm, i haven't always been like really it hasn't been my number one pick. I love it, but I just... Um, so as far as, like, yeah, the... Oh, oh, and I think also, like, I'm not, like, a kind of a, a cutesy character kind of guy. Like, I don't care too much for, like, big, fat mounts that are, like, chick little chicks or whatever. You know, like, the chocobo chicks, like, flying around with, like, food you're trying to feed it and stuff. I think it's funny and all, but it's, like... Um, and I understand they're trying to, like, peace to, you know, please everybody. Um, but... You know, I mean, just the you, some of the map design. Those are things you could just avoid, though. Like, so, like this. If you yeah, don't but, like it, you, you know, don't like it. Doesn't. Yeah. Nowhere in the game, it's like you have but to. But you see it everywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, and that's that's one of the another drawback from it being a multiplayer game is you're gonna see it everywhere. You know, it's just, you know, seeing it in the world and stuff. It's like it kind of always pulls me out of like, you know, be a really serious moment in the game or whatever. Oh, and then you see funny. somebody like flying around on a bed, <laughs> you know. And it like it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is a multiplayer game. Like there's like all that stuff, which it's not a huge gripe, but there's just um, it, it it feels like there's a lot of different things they're trying to do at once. Well, I tell uh, you this: for immersion, I do not play multiplayer games. I just I like immersion always gets broken in any most multiplayer games that I play for me. Like every time I'm playing multiplayer, I know I'm just playing a game. I'm not immersed. I don't feel like oh man. When I'm doing the single player stuff and the cutscenes, I'm immersed in those. But once I'm out of the cutscenes, I'm back into like okay, back to doing this game again. <laughs> well, when I say immersed, I mean like in getting invested in your character and the story, um, and the world around it. You know the environment, and you know love it or hate it the multiplayer part of the game is also the environment, um, you know, and I, I like to like, you know, you have your character looking awesome, running around and stuff. And, um, and it's cool to have all the people, especially in the big, t the cities and stuff. And, and I think it's more like, it's based around the, 
the mounts really because in the the capital cities and stuff very cool you know having all the characters and different outfits and stuff especially when you can do um special outfits making you look you know like anything like there's you know ones that are um dressed i saw a, a guy dressed up like a hula like not a hula dancer but like a you know like he's going on vacation to hawaii or something uh and there's a special like um you know hula dance or whatever. <laughs> uh so um it, i don't know it's it's cool that there's all that customization especially when it's like the cosmetic part of it is not doesn't necessarily have to be specific to like combat and stuff you know the um you can change the character how they look and everything so that that's actually more immersive than like how wow maybe even though wow also has um like more of a cosmetic i, I think that's like know, my visuals. favorite thing about it that you can look exactly how you want to look and yeah, like, and you can and, use and you, glamours too. Yeah, and you can and you can even have like your max level epic armor, all your full set. You also look like a suit if you want. <laughs> you yeah, know, you, and then you go into battle on this suit, so like you like you have a hundred percent control on how you want to look. So if you want to look like freaking, you know, like Cloud, you could look like Cloud. I seen people look like Yuna from. I seen people look like Oren from Final Fantasy X. I thought mm -hmm. it was really cool that you can get some of these outfits and just look like Final Fantasy characters, especially the, like like Squall and stuff like that, like to be able to look like them. That's very mm -hmm. appealing to me, especially for me, because like I said, I play all Final Fantasy games. The only one I have not played is uh, Final Fantasy XI on the, the other online game. It's just I never really cared to play that MMO. Like I just I was like, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna do another mode that's paid monthly besides WoW, so I was like, ah, I'm just gonna stick with WoW since I already have it. Yeah, I remember when that I I I played it. I tried to play it. Um, it came out on Xbox. I think it was like the X. I think it was Xbox 360. If I remember correctly. And then I mean, it was also on PC, obviously, and PlayStation 2. I think. I don't think it, so was, it was ever released Xbox. on the Xbox. No, it was. Uh, there was a special edit, uh, special one, and my dad, I think, bought it. Um, Interesting. It finally I mean, made its way into the Xbox. Maybe it had to be the Xbox 360. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, so it was Final Fantasy. It was the Ultimate Collection. Um, I was like, There's and... no, that one never made its way on the original Xbox. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, well, don't because I remember um, that game itself was uh, it was originally on the PS2, yes. and it was one of the reasons why they had the online capability too, where you could buy because I think it you can you can buy like the internet connection thing for it. Like I think yeah. it was something that you it's you just know, plug a, in it's or just a, basically like an expansion bay uh, that goes mm -hmm. back on your PS2 that turns Man, your, I miss those days. <laughs> your connection to this. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, it was cool. I mean, like I said, like I don't think I was too much into MMOs besides World of Warcraft and all the yeah. free ones that I tried. Um, I try. So, I used to go to MMORPG.com and just go through like mm -hmm. every single new MMO and sign up for the beta, download it, play it, download it, play it. I went through like so many that I came to the point that, okay, basically they're either your old grind fest like if they look pretty and they play well they're super grindy and then that just is such a big put off for me like Silk Road yeah. that game I really like how it looked I like the gameplay but the grindy aspect of it it was such a big turn off for me that after like once it, once I did this quest I was like okay I'm the 
I'm devoted to do 500 of these stupid things. I'm just gonna grind this out, and I did. And they said I had to collect a thousand. That was the day that I said, "Nope, I'm out of here, <laughs> never again." Yeah, I, believe, <laughs> I, I did as well. I, I think uh, you, you stopped logging in, and then like, um, I think Eric was, or you know, our our other friend, he stopped logging in, and then um, our other friend that I think introduced us to the whole thing he he was like the last one to play and uh he stopped logging in and i was like okay i'm just gonna stop playing too yeah um, it was so unsatisfying like imagine your yeah. war like oh you did you did all that and then the thing that bothered me the most is that like the drop rate wasn't a hundred percent so some of these things would drop and some of them wouldn't so like you kill the thing that you have to kill but it wouldn't drop the item you need yeah, that, you know funny that was I, the one that I was. That's why I was like, I'm out. I think no. actually my first ever MMO was the first Guild Wars, and they had an issue with mount drop uh, loot tables not spawning when you go into a new region. That was like a known issue for specifically the bears dropping like a certain thing. I think it was like meat or something. It it wouldn't drop that item, and uh, I actually saw it on a stream when some recently when somebody was playing it, and they're like, I don't know, I've been I've been doing this for like two hours, and I ha it hasn't dropped anything yet, and all they had to do is reload like the area. Oh, um, that's hilarious. But those are early days, and those that was a good game too, and it's like uh, to see like how, I mean, the, to show that the, like Silk Road was free to play though. Um, and it had a lot of content, although all the content was, you know, what it was. But, um, yeah, definitely has come a long ways. But uh, looking at the original Final Fantasy XI, I swear, it, it, if I didn't know better, I would say that they took the original assets of Final Fantasy XI and brought it over to fourteen and just, you know, obviously upgraded them quite a bit. But looking at the screenshots, like, it, I mean, obviously all the characters and stuff are going to be the same. Um, or like the races, like they've brought them over and stuff, but, um, uh, you know, obviously the Chocobo and stuff, but, and, and that's how it is in Final Fantasy, right? It's like different stories, different universes, but, um, they borrow the monsters, they borrow, like, the creatures and stuff. Um, but it's really awesome to see, like, this game, although, I mean, there was, it looks like it has a pretty good rating, uh, at least on Amazon, I don't trust it that much, but, um... I remember when I did play it, I was just like, because uh, the game is all menus, like, you don't, it's, um, and that's how MMOs were kind of back then, um, you know, it's not an action RPG kind of thing, um, it was like a skill-based, like, you, and when I say skill, it's not, cause, not like skill, like, you have all this, you know, time, it's muscle, or muscle memory and stuff, it's like, press this, uh, or, or go into this menu and press this and, like, do this spell, it was, it was actually... From what I could recall, and I only played it maybe for like a couple days, it was it was like the turn-based Final Fantasy, but it was real time, and it was before the real time caught on, um, and it is what it is. But like it was just I couldn't do it, um, and there was I think constant like server issues and everything, and that's always plagued some of those older games. But um, yeah, looking at the screenshots, it looks like it had a lot of inspiration, uh, or Final Fantasy fourteen had a lot of inspiration from. The visuals and everything yeah um, but um yeah so yeah so yeah it existed on xbox very interesting <laughs> yeah so to me yeah i was th like i said i could have sworn it wasn't on, on the original xbox i was like maybe the 360 but i i was like 
Because I know this one was exclusive to the PS2, right? And then it went to the PS3. And then I think um, it went over to the PS4. And then it had it always had crossplay. So like PS2 people could play with uh, PC people and PS3 people could play with PC people as well. I don't think it ever got crossplay for Xbox. So somehow, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't follow the Xbox development on this game at all. So I can't say if it had crossplay on the Xbox 360. But I'm, I'm assuming if he had it for the PS2 and the PS3, why wouldn't they have it for the Xbox? Like, that would just be weird, right? But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know if it was cross-play, but um, I do know there was a lot of controversy about it because, um, well, at least in my, in my with my parents, because not only were you having to pay um, uh, Xbox Live fee, but there, there's a separate fee to pay, you know, for this game. And so... Uh, that was that was kind of lame, uh, especially when you're a kid trying to convince your parents that you want to, you know, um, uh, play a game with your. Well, I didn't have any friends playing it, but um, yeah, that was definitely a no go. I mean, there was a I think like a 14 day free trial or something, and that's how I ended up getting a chance uh, to play it, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, 30 day free trial is this? Yeah, I think that was another thing too, like. It's not like I had money back in was it 2002 <laughs> to mm. pay for this game like like oh no like I got lucky I got wow I, I it's like you know I got lucky that I was able to get some money scribbled up um for a while because you know Burning Crusade I never bought that game right like I, I was playing World of Warcraft the first one because that's the only one I could afford because it was like I think it was like Forty dollars, or it was like on special for thirty dollars or something. I was like, "Oh man, I can actually afford this." So because I would get like twenty dollars here and there, and I would just save the money till there was a game I could buy if my um my brother wouldn't buy it for me or whatever. And I was like, "Okay, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna pay for this thing." And I finally got up and bought WoW, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then and then I was like, "Burning Crusade was coming out because I wasn't." And then, then it released, but I was never able to play it because I was I wasn't able to afford it. And I remember I met a friend in the game, and then this friend, I I don't know whatever happened to, to her, because apparently she was some kind of like, soup like she had a position that makes lots of money or something like that. And then I was friends with her for like a long time, and I used to play with her. But she was obviously older than me and I could tell and then what's funny she's like no I'm just playing on my I'm playing on my on my business trip right now we're flying over from here to there and I was like whoa okay so she's <laughs> playing she's playing World of Warcraft on a plane on somewhere and she tells me oh you can't afford it here let me buy it for you and then she just literally <laughs> buys it for me and sends me the CD game key and he's like here you go and I'm like, I'm like, I was like, oh my god, thank you. You didn't really have. She said, it's okay, don't worry about it. She's like, I have more money than I could ever need, anyways. Um, plus, we play together all the time, so want you to play with me on the new expansion. And then I was like, oh she man. sounds really humble. <laughs> that was so. That was so nice. And I was like, I was in shock. I've nobody has ever bought me a game in this like you know that doesn't even know me personally. Like I don't. It's right or maybe. Like I said, it's one of those weird friendships that I'm like, I wonder whatever happened to her because I wonder if like she's still on my... Because I never removed her from my friends list on World of Warcraft, so she's still on there. Um, 
but I just thought it was it was crazy that somebody would do that to like just because we played together. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's very nice. Um, but yeah, she mm -hmm. was. I've never met anyone like that, and that was the only way I was able to get Burning Crusade because I was a high schooler with no money, nothing. Um, what so. uh, what blew me away about that story is uh, that somebody is actually able to play WoW on a laptop back then on the internet that was uh, being streamed to an airplane. Yeah, like <laughs> that's, uh, that's like that's, some that's top what tier. I was like, <laughs> how rich is this person? I think <laughs> yeah. honestly, like I'm not I'm not nosy, so I'm not gonna go ask for details because I didn't want to be that that like yeah. nosy person, right? I'm like I was just thankful and and that's it. Like that's all I that's all I did. I said thank you so much. Like what else can I do? I I didn't even know <laughs> I didn't even know what to do. I was like I was like all right, we can just play together, and I just always like play it and do some like you know some instances and stuff and and that was fun like uh but yeah besides that i don't think i've ever had any and any other experience like that i mean i had it with my friends but not but they're my friends right like i know them in real life but not nothing in nothing like this not just a stranger technically it's not a stranger anymore because we became online friends right so like online friends as close as you can get to um and some of those people obviously um, you can just make really good friends online too and then even meet up in person but never got the opportunity for that obviously but I also thought yeah. it was a, one of those funny weird circumstances that I've never expected to have <laughs> yeah I, I feel like a lot of my the most fondest m memories I have in like uh, MMOs in general or with the friends that I met that I you know online um, or the ones in person it just yeah when it comes to Multiplayer games, um, especially with, you know, MMOs on how they are with environments and just, like, being able to, you know, I there was times I met people on, like, a, a video game's beach, you know, like at Dark Shore and World of Warcraft, you know, uh, right after starting uh, Teldrassil area or whatever. Um, it was, like, uh, yeah, just wandering around and being able to talk with somebody or meeting uh couple of you know new friends in a random cave you know like anywhere and any like outside of a video game would just be creepy um but in games it's just different you know um and i you know it's it's definitely those are those are memories that i i always uh have um when i think of mmos and i just i don't think i, I feel like i obviously don't get that anymore um but it's probably because i'm not i'm not like blown away by the a lot of you know mmos and stuff i mean i've pretty much seen all the tricks that a game can do um and and now it's to the point where they're just kind of redone over but in different ways so it's not like i'm gonna like stop and and uh hang around an area for a really long time and and talk to random people because you know i'm like wow this this like environment's so awesome you know like you know talk to people about whoa i can actually talk to you this is crazy you know like otherwise most of the time in in games nowadays i'm just like just blasting through these areas just getting the story down um and uh if anything just avoiding people as much as possible but yeah back it was it's like a whole different well whole yeah different time. like to me the problem with that at least the, i know this is the only problem i have with mmos is that most of the time like Okay, like right now, I don't have that much time to play with people, right? 
so if I make new friends online um, and I don't have time to play them I just feel like it like kind of bad because I, I don't have time to play with them like I made new friends but I don't have time for them anymore like I, I'm too busy over here or like also like I want to be concentrating on getting into the story because like you I am not gonna keep playing this game I I really like the story so I want to see the story through completion that's my goal for this game just see the the main the single this the main story quest to the end and just play the raids that are available and get through them and then pretty much that's it like I, I don't think I'm gonna be p keep paying monthly and monthly for uh, for a long time like I, I, I'm probably gonna play the next expansion the newest one that's gonna come out cuz like like I'm not really bored of this game I really like it and it's basic enough for me to just put a couple of hours at night time um, and then go to sleep get get a few quests main quests done get through the story and move on um, recently I joined a was it a fellowship or whatever it's called uh, or free company right you, I joined a free company and it was just random because I was just walking by and they were playing music and I just oh I was like I know this song it's awesome well it's just an awesome song because people can just play anything with instruments in this game which is really cool as long as you you become a barter which is like the archer class um, second class or whatever the upgrade from an archer to a barter or whatever and then you get a harp and then you can play instruments so you can play piano drums guitar whatever and I was just walking by and listening to these people playing I've heard Evangelion play oh man the 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 um, intro to Evangelion someone was playing it and I was just stood there and I just clap I'm like yeah I love that song <laughs> and then and the same thing happened and then somebody sent me a friend request and I was like, alright I'll, I'll take it because your name is not terrible um, I, I've gotten so many invites from uh, free companies or guilds if you don't know free, what a free company is right and their names are just trash like I was like I don't want to have that display next <laughs> to my name like mm -hmm. no and this one is just Cosmo so I was like oh I like the Cosmos like you know like Galaxy Cosmos like I really like I, it's fine it's the better one out of all the other options because if I had more time I would create my own guild or my own free company and manage it like I used to back in the day because I use like for Destiny that's what I used to do my guild I used to set up the raids I used to do everything get everybody together um, and then and then I remember my guild on Destiny 2 got ruined by this very odd person like I don't know what was wrong with him like he was very friendly and all of a sudden he was just being like weird um, so I don't know like he, he was basically trying to hit on any girl who was in the guild too so that made it very uh, odd to say the list <laughs> but that's as you know problems with being a guild master sometimes have to deal with the um, <laughs> Some members that, that seem okay yeah. sometimes, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm gonna have to throw the band hammer on you. I'm sorry, and, and boom, band. Still feel bad for doing it, but it's like you can't be doing that, you know? Like people, people get uncomfortable because we're all we're here to play games. We're not here to like date. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be right back. I gotta um, grab something from the front. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, but yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to stop talking about Final Fantasy and MMOs. I think we got a good amount of talk on there. <laughs> uh, already 40 minutes or so. Shoot, I didn't even realize because I just started talking about that just because. 
but once uh, Jinjimo returns, I do want to cover something that we're talking about. Did you see the um, the game I sent you, Care Bear? No, I did not have time to do it. Well, you should just click on it and just you can mute it just so you can skim through it. Basically, it's uh, it looks really cool. It reminds me of like I have my friend. He told me it reminds him of the Matrix. Um, to me, kind of reminds like I don't know. I just didn't. I wasn't thinking of what's a mix of. I was just seeing what it was, and it looks it looks promising. And what's funny about that word is that I usually say that for most games like Anthem and stuff. I was like, oh, it looks promising, but like after. Is EA name, so I was like, I don't know how good that's gonna be. So I just kind of like, don't put any expectations. Besides, we'll see. It looks promising. We'll see. Same thing have with Anthem. My friend was super excited for that game, and he, basically he was like, Yeah, it's gonna be super customizable. And I was like, No, it's not gonna be any of that. And sure wasn't. Man, I played the shit out of the game. <laughs> yeah. That game sucked. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so to me, this looks like uh, it looks like that. It just looks like it has. This, I mean, this is this is Destiny, bro. Hmm? This is Destiny. Uh, I mean, this is it, Destiny and Outriders. This is exactly what this is. It looks way better than both of those for me. Outriders, I still, I don't know, still need to finish Outriders. I guess. Not sure if it's. I haven't even really put time into that game at all. I'm back, by the way. Welcome back. But like, come on, you know that that ball you see in the intro. Oh yeah, Project Project Magnum. Yeah. Like, I mean, they. How's it not give you Destiny vibes? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This is Destiny, and then I saw the guns and the combat. I was like, okay, this is this is Destiny, and this is Outriders. This is exactly what this is. That's what I was saying, but I but since it was third person, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't, Destiny, I don't think is fully third person, so I'm like, yeah, I, that's what the vibes I was getting to on it. I mean, not not to say that it's you know pass it up or whatever, um, and really we're I mean we're to in me, a, you, you we're tell in a me, point where you tell me it's Destiny, I love Destiny, so I don't see no problem for yeah, those comparisons. So, <laughs> no, so I mean you should agree on it then, right? <laughs> but um, uh, or not agree on the comparisons that is. But I mean I play I play the crap out of Destiny, and the closest thing to Destiny is maybe some of the enemies look a little bit like enemy like them. And the ball, besides the ball, everything else does not remind me of Destiny. Um, no, I, I don't know. It, it just, it looks like, um, like one of those general uh, sci-fi shooter games, you know, it comes out. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, I don't know, it says, and now with Battle Royale mode or something. Like, I'd, I, I'm almost tired of these, tra I don't even watch game trailers anymore because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I might get hyped on it. And uh, you know, unless it's from a, a company like that, I'm real. I I know for sure. Well, can't even do that now because CD Projekt Red kind of shot themselves in the foot. So it's like I, I don't know. I don't even watch game trailers anymore. Uh, you just it's like you got to wait until somebody's some reviewer has got a chance to look at it. I mean, like, how is it gonna know what's coming out? I mean, this game shows gameplay, shows environment, <laughs> shows. That's true. It shows boss fights. Um, it looks like it's fast, 
fast paced action, um, has RPG elements. It seems like it's yeah. just gonna be a co-op game, like uh, like Destiny without PvP. It doesn't say it's gonna have any kind of PvP oh, yet. Outriders. So, yeah, like uh, I mean, like Outriders. Like I honestly, to me, it doesn't matter. I prefer co-op experiences over um, multi just PvP experiences. I feel In like honest, you we don't have to... enough uh, co-op when... games. When it comes down to learning about new games and stuff, I, I actually just go. Like, if I want to play a new game, um, I'll just first see, okay, well, what do I have in my backlog? <laughs> and it's usually, like, a game that's, like, I don't know, seven years old. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fine. Me, like, everybody, so like, I think everybody has a backlog, so I don't I've, think I've stopped, new. like paying full price for any games except for um well even that wasn't full price but you know like monster hunter rise or whatever uh which i played maybe five five or ten minutes of and um i i don't know it didn't really hook me directly so i'm just sitting i'm trying to find time for it but it's like otherwise i yeah i i don't know i it's all I feel about like playing all those games, <laughs> yeah which is non-existent for me but there's um, there's on the rare occasion, I, I feel like those games that I really did enjoy, they're so few and far between, um, like Death Stranding was probably one of those games that I hadn't played in forever, like something like that, um, that really hooked me and it made me excited to play it. Um, while a, a lot of games that I've played, I, I feel like lately when it comes to games, like I'm not excited to play it. It's more of just like, well, I started it, might as well complete it. Cause otherwise I didn't get my money's worth. <laughs> Which is a terrible way to go, um, you know, go at a hobby and all, like the perspective and stuff. Um, and, you know, it's, if anything, it's it's making me want to be more productive on actually making a game or, you know, making something I do want to get excited about, um, whether it be, you know, video games or music or whatever. But, um, yeah, I just, it's more of the same. I, that's what I got from the, I mean, it looks cool. I, the the trailer if I was just like saying if it was 100% what we were gonna get and and everything I'm like yeah it looks great um, but I've seen so many trailers like that I, I even actually went and looked at the Anthem trailer and it was very similar <laughs> to the way it was like uh, what they showed and stuff and that was a flop so well I mean um, honestly as soon as I saw the Anthem trailer I I knew exactly that game was going what it's going to be and what it wasn't going to be. Which is why when that game came out, I was never hyped for it at all because I knew from the very beginning what that game was. Uh, that game was basically just a copy of Destiny, and it wasn't what people like. Like the way that they, they were describing the game and the way that we're talking about the game, I was like, "Hold on a second, Destiny did this to me already." Because Destiny was the first game that they promised all this stuff. And it, and it didn't deliver everything that they said. And I was like, you know, the base game of Destiny, whatever they deliver, it's okay. And I still enjoyed it. So when Anthem came around and I heard a similar talk as Destiny, I'm like, okay, so this is just a Destiny kind of clone. So there's not going to be any kind of crazy um, customization. It's just going to be pick different these three different classes and go from there. Um, and, you know, maybe your character will look different based on the different class sets that you get, you know, just like, because 
and that's how it is and that's exactly how Anthem was except for the fact that Anthem had no end game content <laughs> so and that was what killed Anthem too like not having any kind of end game content plus all the glitches and then I was like and then I avoided it from the very beginning because I figured it was going to be the exact same thing and then the other game that came out um, before Outriders there was another one that came out before Outriders and it was the same thing like I look this is why I never get excited for co-op games or multiplayer games anymore because they're always all the same um, I get which is why I seek like a more a more centric immersive kind of single-player game depending on what I'm doing like you mentioned Death Stranding Ghost of Tsushima Ratchet and Clank um, I would mention some Xbox games, but sadly there hasn't been any to mention that I've had a great, crazy experience like these other games. Um, I mean, Call of Duty to me is just Call of Duty, so it's not like when I go buy a Call of Duty game, I'm expecting like the game to be better. It's kind of like the same same time I went to buy a sport games, I just expect the game to <laughs> to have my team updated roster now. That's what I was basically built to expect now from this rinse and repeat games is like okay it's the same thing just with a few changes okay whatever um, but I never buy them full price so you know like I learned that too I learned not to buy yearly titles or like long running franchises I already know what to expect but if I play Final Fantasy 7 Remake see now my expectations are higher because obviously I'm expecting a more direct something better than I would get on on like Call of Duty at least to me even better is just like the environments, the world, uh, the story, right? Because on, on on any Call of Duty, the it's always gonna go. Bad guy is doing this. Go kill bad guy. Like that's just this story. Like you can build from there. Or like, I haven't seen any kind of Call of Duty besides the Modern Warfare, right? The original, or and Modern Warfare Two. Wow me. Like those are the only two campaigns that have wowed me on the Call of Duty franchise. Um, besides that, every other one, they're, they're good campaigns, but I wasn't, I'm, I'm, my memories of them, they're gone. That means it wasn't as impactful as the other ones. Like, I could tell you God of War moments, Uncharted moments, Halo moments, right? Like, epic, awesome moments. And then Call of Duty franchise, I can tell you the ones from Modern Warfare. <laughs> like, like, the first time that the nuke explodes, and you're like, holy crap, like, that kind of, like, first time kind of thing. And... And I think that's the problem with those games. Like, you can only do so much with this kind of thing. So, like, that's why they're like, okay, let's go World War II now. Let's go Future now. But it's always the same kind of narrative at the end of the day. And those are just multiplayer only. Most people just buy those just to kill each other online, right? Just PvP, and that's it. Like, uh, I, that's why, like, I stepped away from online gaming a lot. Because everything is the same. Or just a little bit different. Like the Valorant games, they're basically feels like a like a copy of Overwatch and CS:GO, and that's one of the new popular um, first-person shooters games, multiplayer games right now. So I don't know. To me, it's like to find unique experiences is very difficult. So, like my expectations for most games, like this one, this one, I I watch what I'm seeing and all all I want to do is like, oh that'd be fun to play with my friends just go around killing some monsters just having some blasts that's all I expect I guess I guess my bar of expectations for most games has dropped dramatically 
And I'm like, I'm just expecting an okay game. And if it wows me, it wows me. Besides that, I learn not to have any expectations anymore. Unless it's like, even Last of Us 2, right? Came out. My expectations were like, I had high expectations. And the game, to me, is still a fantastic game. Um, maybe they, like, for my personal preference, I would have preferred them to explore a different story. But the story that they told was still fantastically well done. Um, and lots of people just hated it because of the story that was told and you know that's fair but it, it, it doesn't matter to me because that story like what mattered to me was how well that story was told at the end of the day um, but yeah expectation on video games nowadays is like it's hard to have a to gauge or to even get any <laughs> at least for me um, I've been disappointed too many times in the past, so I learned to stop. <laughs> yeah, like even uh, even a, a franchise that I absolutely love, uh, Dead Space. Um, I was watching like some of the early gameplay footage, kind of stuff, and I was like, I mean, what it seemed like was they're they're almost. I, I don't know if they're. I know it's a uh, like a re envisioning of Dead Space. Um, and, uh, you know, they're showing the graphics and everything, and uh, I don't know, it, was, it, it didn't feel like it really blew me away. Um, supposedly the suit's redesigned and everything, which is great. I mean, that's what they did with every every installment, was they changed the suit. But, um, yeah, like, I, I want to, I, hopefully I want to see more, but um, it maybe it was just when I was watching it, it wasn't maybe the best time or something, but I, I just wasn't, like... I wasn't hyped at all, and maybe it's also because I I just I've been learning to not get hyped until I actually have the product in front of me uh, well, and played you know the first hour or so, and then I really get interested. Well, for me, like those remakes, they get me excited because I want to revisit the, the same exact story, same exact game, just with a new paint job and a uh, better gameplay, smooth, tighter gameplay. Um, fix issues that the other one had and and uh, just don't change too much that's what I want for most remakes but if you're gonna remake it in a way that enhances the game I'm all for it right like I don't like on Demon Souls they had to ch redo the entire inventory system because the original inventory system was not very well done on the PS3 so when it was on the PS5 it was to me I really like the PS5 version um, but yeah like on this remake, the Dead Space remake, I'm like, I don't get excited for it. I just want to replay it. That that's that's my excitement to replay the same game I played with a new paint job. <laughs> that that's 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 what I want from that game. Um, so is it a remake or a reboot? It's a remake. Oh okay. It's just it's just a remake of the original, and they said they they're gonna add a few things to it. I mean, hopefully those things are added, just improve on the game. Uh, but I think overall the same story, same characters. Um, I don't know what kind of changes they're planning on making, but I haven't heard anything that's going to be too far away from the original. So who knows? Uh, who knows what they do? Because they 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 do add more like visual, like you know, more visual to the environment. Like some corridors are dark they has better lighting and it has a fog effect and in the original there was like no fog effect on this hallway right stuff like that 
So, mm -hmm. so they're reinventing the environments or adding on to the environments. It's kind of like the same thing for playing Resident Evil 2 um, on the original Nintendo 64 and getting it to play it on the PS4 as a full remake on a third-person aspect like on uh, like Resident Evil 4. That game to me, Resident Evil 2 Remake, is one of my favorite remakes of all time. That one with Shadow of the Colossus and Demon's Souls. Like like those like those three replaying those three games, like knowing how it looked back on the Nintendo 64, right, or the back on the PS2 or back on the PS3, and compared to today, seeing that big jump from those graphics to today's graphics with today's controls, just that's what I that's the reason I buy those games. Like um, that's what intrigues me at least personally, and seeing my favorite characters redone. In a good way, I guess. I, you know, I'm really hoping that the, um, you know, they 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 have a plan to like continue this. I mean, it sounds like they're gonna try to capitalize on reboot or remaking this. Um, I'm really hoping that they come out with probably better versions of the last games, um, and then continue it because, like, if they don't have plans of doing that, I I don't know if I'll play it because <laughs> like. I mean, I've, I've replayed, I, I love Dead Space and everything, but I'm kind of like a one-playthrough kind of guy, um, unless there's going to be a new installment uh, to it, you know, and then I'll go I'll go ahead and go crazy and play all of the previous ones again, but, you know, if it's just, you know, the old games that are looking better, I it's that's what, unless it's been like 10 years since last I played it, I just don't, personally, I might have to skip it, even though I love the series. I mean that's fair. Like I, I probably won't skip it just because I want to see the remake. Like I said, that stuff interests me quite a bit because I remember how it looked, and I loved it, and I haven't had time to replay it. And then this is to me, this is a perfect opportunity to go play a game I already did. That's how I feel about these remakes. Basically, replaying the same game but new again. It's that that part of it is satisfying to me because I I'm like oh I remember this I see so I'm anyways like I was saying like um playing these games with a new fresh coat of paint right a new fresh uh, paint coat whatever um mm -hmm. it's it's so satisfying. Like being like that's what I say to me seeing the uh, the laboratory for the first time on full 3D on the on the remake of Resident Evil 2, like like seeing these environments that I that back then it was just what polygons like squares right like like a picture in the background mm -hmm. right because they do all these like sort of ways so you could play inside this um nice looking kind of graphics but without them being actually you know graphics so it doesn't take that much processing power or whatever like their tricks that they had to do to all this seeing those environments come to life in today's like graphical potential that stuff is like yes i want to see this i want to see one <laughs> of my favorite memories back then see it again today and then that's all it is though to me it's just like oh it's it's some of my favorite games replaying them is, is awesome with um, new like I would love honestly if they were to make the original Ninja Gaiden or the original uh, Metal Gear Solid um, from the PS1 a full remake of Metal Gear Solid 1 
in to to today dude i i don't know i would like i would say i would sell my kidney for that game <laughs> like that that's how much i crave those remakes for those games but if you're gonna remake a game like dead space like dead space to me is not that old but it's ps3 era so like like the gameplay was decent i remember the gameplay was good the environments were good like i didn't really have that many complaints on the game so like but it's not the same thing this i never like it's not the same experience i got from like metal gear solid on the ps1 like like that blew my mind uh that space blew my mind too but not to the same extent <laughs> like <laughs> because i mean metal gear solid is metal gear solid um this feels crazy <laughs> And that space is crazy because of, of that, that space. That space blew your pants. Yeah, I mean it was scary. That's the why I liked it because it was a scary game. Like I played, I played it for a different reason that I played Metal Gear Solid, right? <laughs> or to be able to see the full completion of Sand Hills. Oh man, that that that's <laughs> like. I would sell my oh, other man, kidney. It's kidney worth. I I would no Metal Gear Solid is kidney worth. Like no, hell yeah. Silent Hill. Mm, kidney worthy. I would, I would probably. Nah, I think both are. <laughs> and I don't think you ever play Metal Gear Solid, anyways. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I, like, I don't think you know what you talk about. <laughs> but yeah, like remakes, remakes are remakes. So yeah, and most new IPs is like I don't know. They're not that interesting. And some of them are interesting, like this one that I show you guys. And they're also making another one that's called like um, that looks like a Splinter Cell game. I don't know if you guys ever played uh, Splinter Cell online. Online? Yeah. The multiplayer. Oh, Splinter oh, Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I love the multiplayer for that. The multiplayer in those games were so, so awesome. And they they recently announced another game that's like that. Um, I think it's called Spectre, and it it looks like um, it just looks like a Splinter Cell multiplayer game. Um, that game looks like I don't know. It's like this is what I want. I want I just want a multiplayer experience like Splinter Cell where you're like stealth and you shoot each other, right? You're like. I don't know. I really, really found that PvP satisfying. Um, it wasn't. It was more strategic than it was just gun and shoot or like you know, camp and shoot in one spot or whatever. It's funny because I feel like Ubisoft should have capitalized on a new Splinter Cell, but they just said, "Nah, we we ain't doing that here." And same thing with God of War. They're like they were telling back in the day. I said in screens like, "Hey, you guys should make a." Um, a Viking game, they're like, nah, we're gonna stick to Europe. And then God of War came out with the Viking, you know, with the uh, Asgard and all that. And then right after that, they're like, oh, okay, let's capitalize on the momentum God of War has and make Valhalla. <laughs> and then they're like, boom, new Viking game. I mean, I still want to play Valhalla, but I just thought that was funny, fun, funny thing. That games that Ubisoft should have made first. Another company ends up making them before them. Shame on you, my Ubisoft. But yeah, that, that's I don't know if you guys seen that Spectre game. Anyways, 
if you haven't gone, no, I saw it on check it out. N4G, but I didn't click it. Yeah, it look. It looks. It, I mean, it just looks like an indie game, so it's not like a triple A studio's doing it. Doesn't seem like it. But the, I mean, it's just a multiplayer, anyways. I I think so. I feel like it's gonna be like one of those um, lower budget indie multiplayer games that can be fun. Really, I'm surprised at that level of quality to be given to such a big IP like Splinter Cell. Ah, uh, I mean, Splinter Cell, like, I really like Splinter Cell, so. That's what I'm saying, I would have expected more. <laughs> well, I don't, this is not made by Ubisoft, so you know. Hmm. This is made by a small studio um, that they're basically, it's like a cop, it's just a copy of their multiplayer game mode. That's what this game is. Oh, okay, I see. It's not, it's not the new Splinter Cell. It, I was just pointing out that Ubisoft should have done this, not somebody yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I get it, I get it. <laughs> it's like, Ubisoft, where have you been? Um. Yeah. Speaking about like remakes and that, that just makes me think about remasters and how there hasn't been <laughs> how Bethesda hasn't remastered a single one of their games, but released what, another Skyrim again. What do you what do you think that is? That is a remaster of a remaster of a remaster, bro. That's literally what those Skyrim games are. They remaster the game to sell it to you. It's not a remake. Like a remake is Demon Souls to Demon Souls PS5, Demon Souls PS3 to PS5, Shadow of the Colossus, Shadow of the Colossus PS4, um, Resident Evil 2, Nintendo 64 to Resident Evil 2 PS4. Those are remake. Remasters are literally just a paint job, which is what what the new Mass I'm Effect game is. Makes me think about remasters and the lack of Bethesda, you know. Remasters, they they haven't even released any of their IPs, their new IPs, or uh, any of their new games. Like it's uh, when did Fallout Four come out? Twenty fourteen, something like that. And then Skyrim was what twenty eleven? That was PS three, man. PS three exactly. was around. <laughs> Where's the Skyrim, the Skyrim remake, or the Oblivion remake, or Morrowind, or something? Well. This is what you don't understand. Bethesda does not make remakes. <laughs> they they just Bethesda make they just make they just re-release Skyrim. Isn't it a third uh, third party like company that usually does the remakes or not remakes but like re uh, the master remasters? Um, like how Blue Point was the one that did the full um, remake. I mean, it depends on the company. To be honest, I mean like a remaster or whatever, like uh, thing. Because okay, I, it depends on the on the on the company. Because like for example, like Mass Effect, I think that was done by like uh, I I don't know if that was done internally um, or not. It's EA, right? So EA has the resources to do um, send them out. And Blue Point, yeah, that those, like Blue Point Studios, they literally create that studios to make remakes. So they sent. They send video games to be remake into in Bluepoint, um, but yeah, there's some studios that do that do send the project off to a different studio and then they're doing it. 
I think it's usually uh, projects that are just like uh, taking the resources, um, like you know the textures and stuff. That just have it's like really monotonous work of uh, re-rendering at higher resolutions. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, remasters are are basically they just bring up the frame rate and a paint job, and everything is exact same game, like the same. But remake, that's when you get to see a full, full <laughs> made from ground up. That's the, that's the main difference. One is the remakes are fully ground made up from the beginning compared to a paint job, which is a remastered. Um, but there's the, the master of the re-release. The re-release? The, they never make a new, new Oblivion game? <laughs> Uh, I would love to see uh, Morrowind. Uh, the question is if a remake of one of those older titles would actually do well uh, mm -hmm. nowadays because of how little hand-holding it had. Uh, I wonder if people would, I mean, nowadays would actually enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, the ones that weren't, you know, didn't grow up with it. I mean, Classic had a lot of a lot of new players play the game World of Warcraft Classic, and that the base game didn't have a lot of handholding. No, um, it, it didn't stop anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't think that'll be a big of an issue. Also, one thing I did want to cover, um, since we've been going actually pretty long now, before. Um, so the new Horizon Forbidden West uh, pre-orders came out, right? And I'm like, I don't really pre-order games that much anymore. I like to, you guys know me, I like pay, like if I pre-order a game, it's usually for a collector's edition with a statue, right, and a steelbook case. And I was like, oh look, they have a collector's edition. The statue looks pretty badass, it's like a, mam uh, like a mammoth, right? And then, and then I'm looking into it and it says that, oh, okay, so you get you get steel bookcase, but you only get digital codes for the digital downloads. So like, they don't have the game disc included in the $260 version of this collector's edition called the uh, Regala edition. And even the collector's edition, which is almost exact same thing as the Regala besides the Mammoth has like a paint job and I think it has a few little extra stickers and a few little extra things. Um, so one costs 200, one costs 260, and neither of those have a physical copy of the game. It's only digital. And, and, and I was like, okay, I am, I've never been like disappointed with uh, Sony pre-orders. This is like the first one I have ever been to disappointed. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to pre-order this game. I might end up waiting. So, because... Like, every time I've seen this happen, have you guys seen it happen? Uh, or you guys remember the Wolfenstein Collector's Edition that didn't come with the game at all either? I don't know if you guys remember this. Yeah, I, I knew there was a game that was like that and there was a lot of complaints about it. And and I think, uh, I wonder if it was also Fallout, uh, I don't know if it was like Fallout 5 or, or one of the Fallouts was like that too, I think. And it came with like a slip that you would um, then... Uh, download it you know you'd have to put it on the lawn online even though it wasn't like an online game yeah yeah um 
that that stuff it bugs me so much it's like okay if I'm buying a collector's edition it's because I want the physical items like I'm not buying the physical collection to get a digital item right <laughs> like I'm buying it because I want to have the disc and the steel bookcase like I'm not just gonna have the goddamn steel bookcase with no disc inside it's gonna have the slot for the disc and I don't know if any in any of you guys ever have had a movie or a CD and then you open it and the CD is not there isn't that kind of annoying <laughs> like oh look the CD is in here <laughs> or 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 here you want to pay two hundred sixty dollars for this special vinyl record? Here you go. Here's the code for the uh for the album so you can listen to it. And this is the cover for your for your vinyl. Enjoy. It's like, wait. Oh, uh, they don't. What? <laughs> yeah, you so, know, so you just game. What? They don't do that with the vinyl because what they do is Look. they do um include a a a CD or not a CD but like a digital version of it. And it's like, okay, well, why would I, like, why do I, why would I buy the vinyl if I was going to, like, listen to it on digital? Like, if I wanted to actually listen on digital, I'd just listen on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I understand where you're getting at, but, uh, yeah. It's, it's just the example. Like At this it, point. Like, like, you buy that vinyl, but it doesn't have the vinyl record. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's just, point, it has a it, picture of it. <laughs> At this point, it's like if you're really wanting to still collect games, um, might as well go back to the back. You know, if you're if you're looking to collect some like collectibles where you have the you have the feeling of taking that you know game and putting it in and, and that whole experience, might as well just collect old games because I feel like you know over time it's just going to be more and more of this and and really uh, the games that we play, even though it comes on a disc. The full game's not on there. It's still got patches. It's still got stuff that needs to download. Um, so sure, it's like but... we're not we're not back in the day of like you know Mario where you blow on the cartridge, you plug it in, you you know, and it's all right there. That's what's the whole gaming experience is in that one package. You know, it's um, but I guess it depends on. Uh, yeah, I understand. The, the The main gripe I would have is the resellability because you don't you can't sell digital. Um, at least you know yet yeah like and, resell it and that 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 just bothers me because like i said look i i'm i like even if a, like you can install the game through through just the disc that's fine like it's funny because i just want to be able to have the disc because even though everything's online now you never know like uh for example like on pt right like the playable teaser like I have that on my PS4 digitally, right? Now, if I ever form on my PS4, I can never play that demo ever again. But if this demo came on a disc, the discontinuation of it, it doesn't matter because I can still play it because I have a physical inst installed disc. Although I believe they recreated that um, multiple ways. I think it was in Dreams. I think they recreated it uh, oh, also yes, on PC. I so played you those can play recreations, it. but they don't even come close to the actual PT teaser. Like, like to. But the, how many times can you play, play it? I well, you know? I mean, that's not why. Like, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's just a collectible, right? That that's what I'm arguing. A digital collectible, yeah. I'm arguing for a collectible, like a physical collection. Like, if I'm gonna collect my, if I'm gonna collect statues, right? 
And like, okay, I could just take a picture of it there. It lasts me forever. <laughs> it's like a yeah, and three D print it. Yeah, there you go. Like you know, it like, won't be the original. Yeah. yeah, that's like the only way. And 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 I, I was like, okay, I just want to have a disc inside my collector's edition. Like, is that so damn hard to have? It's like I don't. If I'm paying two hundred sixty dollars, which is already more than half of what a PS Five costs, because <laughs> the PS Five costs five hundred or four hundred, right? Obviously, if you want digital, then the 400 version doesn't matter. Boom, digital only, right? I obviously have the disc version because I want to be able to use my disc or watch 4K movies or etc. Right? Or if I go to, I don't know, maybe I go travel somewhere for a long period of time and I want to take my console with me and there's no internet connection. How can I play this game without the internet connection? Oh, that's right, the disc. But they are basically making that more and more they're trying I think they're just testing the waters to see how many people put up with it but I saw it's also how many how many how many people need that though how many people need all their game collection available to them in a physical disc uh, when they're traveling every single day of their life or something I mean I mean uh, yeah but a lot of time when people travel you know they're they... gonna play a game or something you might as well I mean it depends on where you're at if it's on vacation why would you be playing a game when you could be explore you know uh, experiencing the whole vacation enjoying the vacation sure, but, but you're I not know gonna be, playing... you're, like at nighttime when you go when you go rest like you like you know you're gonna be exhausted maybe you just want to play for a little before you go to sleep like that that's besides the point because i'm just arguing collectibles there's, there's like collectible other games <laughs> collectible co like you know when you buy a collector's game right you're buying this this a specific edition of the game to collect it that's why it's called collector's edition and if you're not gonna have the game inside to collect in the collector's edition what is the point at least yeah, that's I how i they, see it when they i and it, it may be a miscommunication as far as on the you know the producers of this these items or at least the developer but like um it's called a collector's edition because of the collectibles that are included opposed to a base game or a base edition where it only has the game um, and that, that is a gray area, right? Like, you could consider uh, part of the collection the game, but then wouldn't a base game, like a base, uh, just like run-of-the-mill version of the game or just the game, is that also considered a collectible? Um, well, I, I don't so. consider them collectibles unless they have some kind of, like, physical collectible item. <laughs> like, like I need yeah, so of... I mean, it comes still comes with like a special. I, I think what they're they're trying to do is they're saying, okay, well, you're still getting something you can collect. You know, you gotta whatever things that physical items that it's coming with. And what I don't like is all the digital crap that you get. Like this, you get the music or something or an art book um, that you may you literally may just flip through for a couple seconds and then be like, yeah, that's cool, and then put it on a shelf or throw it in the back of a closet or something. Or, um, or put it on display like I do next to my other ones. Well, you know, to to each his own, right? But yeah, that's what like, I'm. That's <laughs> but like this is this is why I have a problem with it because to me, I, I understand there's this. a market for it, but it's not the majority, and that's why you're seeing the treatment, you know, from the developer is I don't think most people are gonna spend that kind of money for it. Uh -huh. um, although, unfortunately, most people that are gonna spend that money 
aren't also expecting a physical copy of the game, you know. So I think that's where the the, the issue with it is. And then I was reading on the comments on the on the blog on the PlayStation blog about this, and everybody is like, "What do you mean? There's no disc in here?" Like every single comment complains about it. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's down to cost. Like if they were only charging for like whatever the physical items are, I think you know which would drop it quite a bit down, and then you have the option. But see, like it does the base game. Do you get the disc if you get the base game? Yes. So yeah, that that would that's that's what screwed up to me is like, well, you're paying that extra money, and in the base game you get the game, but yep. why not do you get the game when you have the collector's edition? That's screwed up. If they didn't include the you know disc with the base thing, I would that would make sense, but it doesn't make sense to me at all. That's yeah. where I would. Because because at this point it's like, oh, okay, so you want me to just buy, basically as a collector, what the only work around is is to spend more money. That's the only way around. So I'm going to have to buy a regular base version so I can get my disc. And then I'm going to have to buy the collector's edition and combine the two in order for me to actually have a complete like a complete edition of this game now. And I'm like, no. Yeah, that ain't worth it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I think the only people uh, that are going to get it as real fans of the series or people that have a problem with just like uh, hoarding, <laughs> hoarding well, things. I'm a real fan, but like at the same time, like I I but not don't, real enough. <laughs> I don't I don't drop money, like, on stuff like this. Like I'm not gonna go drop money. Like you lost me, you lost the sell, just by that. Like if you if you don't wanna sell, like if you wanna include the PS4 version and the PS5 version, and you think the best way is just to give both of those digitally, I think it's always best just to give the. The, the older version just digital and the newer version physical and I just give that one digital and this one physical and that's it problem solved um, if you're trying to not have if you don't want people to have two copies right or whatever or you don't want to do that like there's ways around this and to me like like nope like you probably lost a sale like n like at least for me like I'm not gonna buy this game at least if I buy this game, I'm not going to buy the version that costs $260 or $200 that doesn't come with a physical copy of a game. Like, no. And and the funny thing, I think those are the ones that they get more money out of than the regular editions. But, whatever. That just annoys me. Because as much as I really like Horizon, like, I was like, oh man, you're not going to get my money like this. I have some, um, as a collector, I still have some, what is it called, uh, standards. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I, I feel, man, like, I, I, I don't know. I, unfortunately, I haven't been, when it comes to video games, um, the only collection I do is, like, in my Steam library or in my game, you know, stuff. But I, I would like to, to have physical game stuff. But, um... Yeah, I, I definitely am picky on what I buy when it comes to that stuff. I mean, I, and I'm so particular with, with what I would want. Um, and if I wanted something collectible, I would want to, like, like for example, um, like a lightsaber. I wanted a lightsaber, and I, I, I had the idea of, hey, I can go and get a you know this collectible lightsaber from Disneyland. You know, you go through the whole experience and stuff. But, like, that wasn't the quality that I was looking for. Um so I ended up getting one like handmade, took like 
three months to produce and then it came to me and that's what I want to have, you know, to like, you know, put on my wall or something. Um, just the quality I've seen of some of these, you know, games that come out, like the stuff, like um, I was looking at a, a couple of them for like some new releases, right, at one point, and I happened to, I was like, wow, that's really cool, and saw a review about it, and they're like, yeah, you know, this is really good model, but the paint probably could be a little better. And then they recommended, but you, sh you could go to this other third party that makes all these um, models and stuff, and it's like blows it away. It's like super high detail, you know, it's like um, really good quality, has like all these accessories and all this stuff. Um, yeah, like Transformers, for example, you can go and get Transformers, like, they're like adult Transformers. <laughs> like, you can get um, some, like, they're made of die-cast metal, and they, they have, like, these really intricate, almost like master-level puzzle kind of transformations. Very impressive. Um, but you would never see that combined with, like, I don't know, as a collector's edition kind of thing. It's, it's like if you really want to collect things and you're looking for that quality, um, now I feel like I just, I couldn't, feel right buying um something that comes bundled with a game i would have to go and get get like made specifically at a special third party because it feels like the third party um you know non-affiliated or sometimes affiliated um sources are some of the best to get that stuff from um another one since we were talking about world of warcraft uh, i wanted to get a replica of frostmourne and um there was one that was, I think, being it was available at, um, I think, Blizzard on the Blizzard website at one point, but not anymore. Well, another company took that original design and, and enhanced it or whatever, um, and I can't remember if that's true on that one or if it was on uh, Gorhal. But um, anyway, so basically, it was a collector's item, and it was like amazing, right? And it was around the same price as they were asking, but it was like made of legit like full tang steal all this other stuff it's like at that point like i just stopped going full like mainstream collectible stuff <laughs> like i'd rather save up for a little bit and then get like a legit collectible item that not only looks good on the wall but feels right in the hand um That's you know funny and not to say that i don't like the collectors ones that i have i think they're all pretty decent like the one the original horizon the alloy statues very good the uh, the order 1886 statue that's still one of my favorite statues that I bought with the game and it's very well done like obviously I can go out of my way and then go to a specific store that they create statues and stuff just for games and movies and animes and comic books they literally make specific stores for all this stuff right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I can, I can go that route right sure uh, but to me, like I don't, I never go out of my way to purchase those things specifically, just because, I uh, like okay, I'm, I most of them, most of the good ones that I seen that I like cost three hundred dollars and up, and I'm like, am I really want to spend that much money just on a statue? Uh, no. So what? So if I see a bundle that costs like one eighty or two hundred dollars, and it comes with a statue and it comes with the game. I can convince myself that, you know, $120 for a statue or $130 statue is, is better than this $300, $500 statues that I see on these other places. And it comes with this game. So it comes with the game and a statue. So to me, it's like, yeah, it's a nice collection. I get both of these things together and I don't have to worry about 
about it spending any more money right that's how I see it also also as a as a collector for this stuff to me especially like steel bookcases and and I'm very particular with the statues too because I don't buy every single collector's edition that has a statue either because some of them are kind of like whatever sometimes I buy weird ones like I bought the Death Stranding baby one because I was like this is just so odd that I just want to have it and I bought it right <laughs> so I bought that um, now like at the end of the day at least to me if you are the company that's sending these collector editions and then this is what you do I probably won't even buy it like I'm not going out of my way to buy another statue because um, my alloy statue from my PS4 right from the first horizon I'm still gonna have a collectible for Horizon like you know I'm still gonna have one that I really like and that one I have the physical disc and the physical steel bookcase and I'm, I'm happy with that this one I'm not gonna buy because of those reasons unless they manage to backtrack and change it no but yeah you're right if you wanna go more expensive or if you can find a, another place to buy the collectibles that's a good alternative too but that the point of this was to be able to acquire everything on the bundle and not overpay for one or the other and if, if, even though you technically overpaying on this price is 260 and then $200 it's like oh I don't know if I could do it not even uh, it's kind of expensive for a video game right <laughs> especially something yeah no it, seriously it, it's like it's like no yeah, um, I mean, I, I agree, because there are some really good, I mean, man, if you look, if you are a collector and, like, uh, you know, scaled models and stuff, or even some, there's some, like, a helmet from Fallout or something, um, you know, it, it's, yeah, of course, you could spend probably a grand and get, like, a legit helmet that has all the bells and whistles, but, um, yeah, when you're when you're not that into it, and you you are perfectly fine with getting a physical thing because it's like that's one thing about video games is the only physical feeling you have is that controller and probably the bass from your speakers but otherwise you don't have the physical feel but it's really awesome like especially with pre-orders I mean you pre-order a game you know and and it finally it comes on and you're like or it, it gets there you know it's that excitement and you, ins you know, you install it nowadays, but like, you know, getting this disc, because it's like back in the day, we would get a, we'd go to the game store, we'd get the case, you know, you have it in your hands, you tear off the plastic, you open it, you know, get that uh, tape part off of it, you open it up, you get that smell, you know, you, you open, you, you pop the disc out, you look at the bottom, it's like pristine, you know, just yeah. a little bit of that just a little bit of that factory dust you know <laughs> and then you go and uh you don't try to touch the bottom you don't want to like ruin that and you go and throw it in your console even though the console's probably dirty as shit right <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh, and then it's like you know that's it you know close it up put it down wait for it to start up that's the physical feeling but like getting a special edition you know you wait a month and then all of a sudden, you go to the store, you you get or get it delivered to your house, and like there's this big box, and you're like, yeah, you know, you open the box, it's got all this artwork, you know, it's like this whole like sacred event, right? Like you're opening it up, take yep. all the packaging, you know, packaging peanuts go everywhere. Hey, who cares? It's part of the experience, you know. And uh, you just like you finally get a hold of it, and yeah, it feels like cheap Chinese crap, but 
man, this is awesome. You know, you've seen this in teaser trailers. You know, you could actually get up and close and like, oh yeah, the paint's kind of crappy on this side, but man, if I if I put it on my shelf like this, it looks just like it's from the game. All in all, while the game is you know updating or or whatever, it's like that whole full experience that you've lived up to instead of you know it's just that step you know bunch of steps for uh, above what just getting the base game you know and of course you get the, all the dlc crap and everything but um yeah i i get that feeling like if i were to you know like buy a special statue or whatever uh most likely the game already came out and i uh, beat it already and it's like it finally gets here and you're like okay that's cool you open it up wow this is really impressive you put it down, you know, and you put it on a shelf or something, and you might take a look at it every other day, and over time it gets dust, and you're just like, man, I, that takes up a lot of space. Yep. <laughs> so I get it. Like, I feel like it's probably the perfect, uh, it really depends, right? But it's really the, the in-between of, like, it has to be paired with that release of that game. Um, but at the same time, like, what if that game's shit? <laughs> like, what if the game sucks and now you have all this physical memorabilia? Well, but... I tell you this. The, that's why I said <laughs> one of those games that I, I really liked that I wish there was more game is The Order 1886. Right? That game. Yeah, like, yeah. That game, look, I really liked the story, too, and it didn't pick up till the very end. And at the end, I was like, give me more. This is where you're supposed to go and make the game. Like, if they added more to this game at the end spot, I think that game would have been so much better. But they they didn't. Anyways, that was disappointing. I, I still enjoyed the game overall, but I, I can't say it's going to go one of my best experiences ever. But the statue itself, I can look at it. I always look at this one because this is my favorite one of them all and that's the funny thing because you said that it's like it's the it's probably the worst collectible game <laughs> that i own but it is the best statue that i own isn't that funny mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like because the, the story and the lore and the world is really cool the game however is just average um unfortunately right it's just it's not it's not that too like it's not god of war it's not last of us it's not mass effect Metal Gear, you know, it's none of that. It's just gonna go in down in history as, oh yeah, they made this game once. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like, you, like I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. At least to me, that it just bugs me when you add a, you, you're like selling a collectible or a collect or collector's edition, and you're just like, well, we're not gonna include any phys the physical game in there either. Um, whatever. I was like. I was like the only I think the only thing that I might do I might just end up buying the um steelbook case. But I think I'm gonna be smart about it because I think majority of people are like me. At least most people who are me are not gonna buy it. We're gonna wait and then hopefully they discount them heavily. You know how a lot of collector editions that don't sell well just get heavily discounted? Yeah, yeah. Actually that's how I got a lot of uh, some of my um uh, like my Metal Gear Solid, I think it was five or something. Like, uh, or is it four? Metal Gear Solid four. I think my uh, special edition, like the you know uh, bookcase or whatever, the one where it pulls apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I got it because my friend um, worked at GameStop, I believe, and she ended up uh, they had a bunch of extras, I guess. And so she's like, oh hey, by the way, do you want this? <laughs> and I got it free because they were trying to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. So that and then I got like a 
Devil May Cry art book or something like that. Some random stuff and like yeah, they they're trying to get rid of that stuff. That's like the best stuff. To, like I seen a lot the Wolfenstein ones that came out back in the uh, that without the game. Those also went like that. I remember seeing them for hella cheap. Like they they, yeah. they were super expensive and then boom dropped. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I'm just gonna like I don't know. I think I think for collections of these games, like on the series, I think the first game is always going to be more valuable than the second one. But who knows? Um, I, I, I hate to do this, but I got to get going. Well, actually, I was going to tell you, I think it's a good place to stop <laughs> because we're already like an hour and 40 minutes on this. There's yeah. any, anything you guys want to say before we end? Anything? Besides, um, be more consumer friendly, goddammit, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. And obviously, it doesn't apply to Sony. It applies to every single gaming company. Like, but yeah. Now I want to buy a collectible edition. I, I need to start looking around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I say, you know, maybe you just want if it's like a higher quality collectible, so you'll just go get that on one of those stores. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe maybe one will come out and then, or they'll fix it. But it, I don't know. I think it's very difficult to them to change their mind. And you know, I think what it is. Last thing, last thing I'll say. I think what it really is is a marketing team. Um, yeah. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to milk it. Or is flaming the marketing team? But always, um, always. Yeah, it's it's about partner like partnerships uh, with other companies to try to push a product, right? So they're thinking, hey, if we you know, have this special, I don't know, like, they, I'm sure the company, all, like, there's a statue, right, and that's, they, 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 they say, hey, can this other company, like, make this statue for us, and obviously they're going to get a profit on it, and uh, if it sells, and then, so, you know, it tries to, they try to push, like, those sales, because they're going to make a, a, the profit margins much larger than probably, like, the base game, to be able to, and they, they also have to consider, you know, um, the amount of money that, costs to um contract out somebody to create like the artists to create the the product and stuff so um but i mean it can't be probably more than a fraction of what they end up getting at the end of the day for the sales of the game but um yeah it's interesting that that whole market of it and and not all games do that but it's a lot of it you notice a lot of games do digital for the the special editions and stuff it's more special edition than collectible editions yeah um, and yeah. i think it's because those special editions always have dlc or like a, a season pass or something try to like um rope you in before the product comes out like it's a pre-order on your pre-order <laughs> yeah 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 or 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 one thing that i found hilarious sorry real quick on the mm-hmm. xbox is that like oh like uh, one of their newer games and I I just think it's funny it's pre-download now one of your new games is like and the game doesn't come out into March next year or February <laughs> so I'm like I'm like okay so you want me to ins- to for some reason use 50 gigabytes to 70 gigabytes on my hard drive to quote unquote pr- like pre-download a game that I can't even play who does that. What if, what if you you still have dial up internet and it takes that long to download the game? You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe just looking out. Maybe for those people, but like to <laughs> me, I was like, I'm gonna pre-download it like the day before or two days before at most. Like I'm not gonna pre-download like what is it six months or four months before? Uh, I and then uh, I told what was it? I think I told uh, Care Bear. 
that I, I pre-installed uh, Dragon Quest and I was like, you know, I just decided to uninstall it because it was just teasing me. I really wanted to play Dragon Quest, but every time I see it, I can't launch it, but it's just there. <laughs> it's installed, but I can't play it. So what is the point of having it installed? <laughs> By the way, Dragon Quest is one of those series that I, uh, I've i always wanted to get into, but just like how my weird brain I need to go start from the beginning, and so I've uh, I've played the first and second old school ones, and then I have it on my home arcade uh, cabinet um, for the third one, I believe, and so I'm emulating that. And so like I am I haven't played it in a long time, but like I'm I'm like slowly making my way because I noticed hey there's like I don't know I saw double digits on these games right so there's a lot of them out there yeah so uh yeah I, that's I'm, one I'm of using those... that till right now <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> Cause... yeah because it's not related to you know it's just like final fantasy it's just like um uh what was that other one um that you persona yes persona man you're you're good at knowing what i'm talking about uh thank you so yeah <laughs> it's just like those you know it's not really related but you know it's i know it's not related it's fine but like just seeing like the improvements of the game over no, time no that that's that's a really different cool. that's a like seeing how the tech technology advances from one to the other yeah i understand but like to me like i'm not gonna go replay everything <laughs> if the new one comes out because i know for yeah. a fact i i don't have time for that um <laughs> No, I I'm crazy like that. But and also it's it's really it's interesting to see because you know you play a game like an Assassin's Creed game or Call of Duty game or whatever backgammon I don't know, and uh, you, you it comes to you come to expect what what the game has to offer because it's like it's it, when you play one of those games you you expect what's what kind of game it's going to be you know uh, Assassin's Creed's going to be a, a big sandbox kind of game we run around do parkour shit you know. Uh, like that that episode on Office parkour parkour parkour, parkour. So, <laughs> yeah so it's like it, you expect that and so that's what I kind of am doing with uh, Dragon Quest um, you know as me being a, also a fan of Final Fantasy like and it's similar like you know back in the day um, and seeing that how much it has changed and then like how you know the game it's like it's one of those. Uh, you know, you run around and all of a sudden, boom, and then you're fighting something, and then it, you drop out onto the world map, and you're running around again. Um, and then, you know, as the as the story or as the games continue, then all of a sudden, now there's like more involved story. You have like these big like little maps that are like for towns, and like the the art styles change. So, I guess it's a history lesson for myself. <laughs> That's why I'm I'm kind of interested in going through all that to see really see like where it came from and and appreciate those minor changes and also be able to talk, like have a spot at the table regarding that conversation of, uh, you know, if somebody says, oh man, the original is much better. I go, oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it too, except for, you know, no saving or I don't even though there was saving, but you know, something like that, just those minor <laughs> things. It's kind of like a capsule, like a time capsule, you know, you go back in the day and, and, uh, that's part of why I have like an, a home arcade cabinet because it, you know, it's something about, um, I don't know, get into pizza on a weekend and then go and play in some, like, I don't know, Pac-Man or something, or Galaga, um, which I've probably only done once, but it's still, the the appeal is there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like, to me, like, if I do, I used to go back and play a bunch of uh, older games, but I grew up with Nintendo, right? So, like, like every time I go back to those games, I just, I, like, I guess I just feel like I'm playing the Nintendo again, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just to me yeah just, oh. I, I agree like it even though cool. I, I 
I thought about because they do have USB like original Nintendo controllers you can get. And I can plug right into the system. Um, even though I was playing it on a joystick, which you would never do for Mario, um, like you know the arcade joystick thing, it still it brought back memories. You know? Hey, even though the way are, I played it was different. I feel like arcade joysticks are like underrated. Like I think yeah. they're some of the best. <laughs> like some of the best controls is on no, a, on a joystick. Right. Like, like like yeah. for Galaga or for like any shooting game, like back on the two D scrolling, like, dude, those are so good. At least I prefer yeah. that over no, controller. No, seriously, uh, being able to make those uh, jumps like over those pits and stuff, it was flawless when I had the when I was using the joystick. So, uh, and then now I remember, but I was just a kid when I played Mario back in the day with the original. Maybe you were trash. Be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, uh, I know you have to go, so I think we're just gonna cut it here. Thanks for listening to Gamers on Clay, the podcast for the gamer in you. Until next time.